Uh-huh. I know what you're thinking. Is this the booth drafting the circuits? Three-way theater or the Kevin Jackson show? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I kinda lost track myself here on Hoobazoo.com. So, do you feel lucky, punk? Oscar Mike Radio. Come in. Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Sinister One, this is Oscar Mike. I have Ulima Charlie over. Okay, folks, this is Oscar Mike Radio, episode 29, and I am your host, Travis, a.k.a. P-Dog, and we're going to have a good time today. Hope you all are doing fine, and as always, as normally, with no deviation from the plan, sometimes, maybe, I'm going to start with the question of the week. And this is something I must address, I must get out of the way, I must deal with because it's becoming a real drag on the start of my year. And I thought I had dealt with it before. And that is, what do you think about Donald Trump doing blank? And why aren't you talking about what Donald Trump is doing Every day, why aren't we seeing social media light up with everything he's doing about them, about anything? You have a platform, use it. Okay, everybody needs to breathe and keep breathing and just chill out. I know people on all sides of the aisle, if you will, are all worked up. They're all excited. They're all fired up. There's a new boss. There's a new sheriff. Whatever you want to call him, well. The technical term, the correct term is the new commander-in-chief, the president of the United States. There's somebody new in after eight years, and that person is extremely, very, completely different than the prior occupant of the White House. And I'm getting asked almost every day, multiple times, what do I think about what President Trump is doing? And, And I try very nicely and and calmly to explain that for the things that are being discussed, I'm not really going to supply an answer during Oscar Mike Radio or talk about it on any kind of blog or social media site anywhere to do with Oscar Mike Radio. If you want to have me on your podcast or your radio show or your YouTube video content uh, stream, to talk about politics, well, that's that's one thing, but not as Oscar Mike Radio. That does not mean that I am not going to talk about politics and politicians as they relate to the military, veterans, and the people that support them and the issues and challenges those groups of people face. If you're 
a politician and you're doing right by veterans, for instance, the senators out in California who stopped the Pentagon from going after enlistment bonuses that were paid by mistake 10 years later, I'm going to give you a thumbs up on Oscar Mike Radio. I'm going to call you out and say, great, that's that's wonderful. That is awesome. If you are a politician overseeing the VA and you find out that the VA did something or you were able to facilitate the VA providing services to veterans in a, in a, in a timely fashion and improve the process, woohoo! All right, let's do this thing. We're going to have a good time talking about that. On the other hand, if you're a politician, and I don't care what state you're from, if you're representative, senator, state senator, mayor, councilman, if you're a duly elected official at any level in our country, the only exception here would be is if somebody told me about an, an issue in, in a foreign situation that they wanted to call attention to, and I thought it was valid for this show. But if you are a if you are an elected official in the United States and I can confirm and see that you are not spending taxpayer money wisely to supply our troops with proper equipment and gear, if you are approving programs that do not benefit veterans or you do not hold the VA accountable when you have the ability to do that, I am going to call you out by name. I am going to find a way to make sure that people know what you as a politician did at any level. You know, you're a mayor of a town and, you know, you won't let somebody, I don't I'm just saying here, hold a ceremony on the town green because you're offended by that for some reason. I'm going to call you out. Absolutely. But, as I said before, if you're doing good and if you're doing great and you're serving our military veterans and the people that support them, I'm going to be your biggest fan. So, the point is, and what I'm trying to make here is, I don't care what comes after your name as it pertains to Oscar Mike Radio. It could be a G, an I, a R, a D, it could be a W for all I care. We elect you. We put you in office to work for us. And by us, by extension, that means active duty military and veterans. That's the responsibility that we entrusted you with. You work for us, not the other way around. So I don't feel it's it's worth it or has its place with Oscar Mike Radio to talk about political events that don't pertain to veterans or to make you know, political position statements on this program. The things I just mentioned are what I'm going to talk about. Politicians doing good by veterans. Yay. Woohoo. Give the man a cigar. Give him some licorice. Give him an ice cream cone. Yay. Politicians being bad. Politicians not providing oversight. Politicians allowing veterans to live in distress when they could make a change in that person's life. Christmas is every day as far as I'm concerned and you'll get coal every day from me until you know you either change your attitude or change is affected. I don't care. Hopefully that kind of answers the question of the week. But in this space, I, I make no political position statements at all about what 
any politicians doing in terms of day-to-day -day operation of what they do. That makes any sense, but you get the idea. Moving on to the word, and as in the military, we all talked about the word. The word came down from high and funneled down to the lowest rank, orally, in formation a lot of times, sometimes not. But the word this week is about the Super Bowl in the military. Because on February 5th, when the football is kicked off, whoever wins the toss between the Atlanta Falcons and New England Patriots, and I'm not a fan of either team for a lot of reasons, and I won't get into that right now, it's not what this is about. But when that ball is kicked off, there's going to be people in the military somewhere in the world or, or right in your you know reserve outfit somewhere, National Guard, Coast Guard, who will not watch that ball being kicked off. They will either be providing medical care, they will be on duty, on watch, they'll be prepping gear for a jump, they'll be fueling up tanks, equipment, trucks, they'll be getting, you know, logistics set to move weapons and armor. They won't they won't be watching the games what I'm trying to say. And if you are thousands of miles away from home and you understand that your buddies who you went to high school and college with are going to be watching the game and they're going to have the food there with all the trimmings, the beer's going to be flowing, the ladies are going to be looking good, and ladies, you do look good representing your teams, I must say. It, it can be a real bummer. You know, there were several times where, you know, LSU was on, and there I am in the middle of the desert, emptying the porta potty. Yeah. It wasn't during the Super Bowl, but it was during, you know, games on a, on a Saturday night. And I'd get, you know, that kind of duty, or I'd be on watch, or. You know, Staff Sergeant Sturdivant's working parties. It's great, wonderful. And, and you have to do it. And, and and there's, you know, the military aren't the only ones exempt from this. There are, you know, hundreds of thousands of other Americans who would like to be watching the game, but they have to work. But it's just a little different for somebody who, you know, can have a, a TV brought in at the office versus being on a ship in the middle of the nowhere on duty, not able to watch the game at all, not even on the radio, because the radio's not playing. You know, you're in a submarine in the middle of the Pacific, can't really, you know, see what's going on, right? And and so when those times would happen and the, the game is on, sometimes you just you just gotta you know hear about it from your family members the next day, or and this was pre-internet, you know, read the newspaper. Look at the box score. The Braves were really good back when I was in the military, and guys would get newspapers sent to them from their parents. And they would read all their favorite columnists. In baseball, a month is a, is a lifetime. But they'd go back through there and read all the columns and look at the box scores and figure out who's doing good and bad and, and get all caught up. That's, that's what they did. At least where I was, it was kind of hard to get any major newspaper in uh, Arizona without a subscription. And if you did get it, it was late by the time it got there, so you were kind of back at square one. 
And, and so, you know, why am I talking about sports for this episode? In the military, you're, you're with a bunch of different people and uh, a game of football, volleyball, basketball, baseball even. It's just a way to come together during break or after, you know, work or during duty or after duty, not during duty. To have some fun, blow off some steam, and you know, ragging each other. I mean, we do it anyway about everything. Everything is in play. But if you're the only Patriots fan in a unit full of you know Saints, you know, Atlanta Falcons fans, your life's gonna be pretty, pretty bleak. It really is. Or if you're a Cowboys fan and you got beat by the Packers, it's gonna be a pretty pretty brutal time for you and then you know the Pats fans are obnoxious anyway and and they're going to lord over everybody that they've won and just keep winning so you gotta shut those guys up my thing is is sports can bring people together to talk about anything else besides what they had to do that day and the Super Bowl is one of those American things now, I, I keep being told, I haven't seen it, that soccer is the most played sport on this planet. But soccer doesn't have the Super Bowl. Yes, they have the World Cup. And yes, they have all the other leagues and all that stuff. I, I get that. I get that. But they don't have the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is ours. It's American. It's, it's, it's something that we have. That people watch and want to be a part of. Fellas playing games in England and Mexico, and they're sold out. People want to watch this thing. People want to watch our sport. And, and it's a big deal. It's, it's one of the most watched TV events on the planet. And now, I, I, okay, all you... All you... And it's, not, it's not football. It's soccer, okay? It's soccer. You're kicking a soccer ball. That's not a football. It's a soccer ball. But the whole thing is... You have that one day where you where you want to watch your team play. You want to watch your team, hopefully, you know, crucify the other team. You want to feel good about yourself. You're you're thousands of miles away from home, and you get duty. Now, sometimes you can get creative and get out of duty. You can get somebody else to take your slot. Now, I'm a Saints fan. If the Falcons made it to the Super Bowl back in my day and Lance Corporal A was on duty and I wasn't. He might have to make it worth my while. Well, he would have to. But I'd take his duty to let him watch the game if I could. But sometimes it's not, it's not, it's not an option. One, you might be in a situation where the game is there's just no way to get it. You're out in the middle of the desert, which we were at times away from everything or you might be you know doing some really important work and you just can't break away to watch it so when you're sitting there enjoying your you know beverages and the commercials and the buffalo chicken dip and the chicken dip that amanda makes is awesome thank you amanda again i just ask that when you see the people bringing the flag out and the color guard for the Super Bowl. Please remember that there are people that, you know, can't enjoy what you're enjoying right now. And they do that so we can enjoy these American moments we call Super Bowl. 
that the world enjoys, actually, when you think about it. So, in this episode, this word section, my hats go off to anybody who is deployed, anybody who's doing their job, military or otherwise. You, you have my respect. Uh, I know where you're coming from, and thank you for your service. And that is the word. The complaints. My God, they never stop from these two. And they are still fired up about the fact that, you know, a German company is making handguns for the U.S. military. And Grunt got just, he went in overdrive when he showed me that it's all but done, that the Marine Corps will replace the M9 Breda with the SIG as well, the SIG Sauer P320. He is up in arms about that. Which... He has a point, I guess, but from a economy standpoint, it makes sense. If, if you can purchase, you know, 200,000 units versus 100,000 units and save more money over the period of the life of the uh, platform, that, that's money well spent. He's not buying it. And in the meantime, while he's all fired up about this, I have Pogue researching how to use decocking levers. And he's also looking about, you know, this thing called hammerless, you know, pistols. He's not really sure how that all works. And, you know, he, he's he's trying to get behind his desk to figure out how he's going to actually fire this thing. So they're not happy, which means they are happy. And that is the complaint department's contribution to this week's episode. My unit shout-out goes out to the Coast Guard Cutter crew of the Tohama. And I'm giving the Coast Guard some love this week. You know, the chief that I know would like this, but um, the Coast Guard Cutter Tohama went out of uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, or Kittery, Maine, not really sure the website says two different things, but anyway, they went out on patrol for 45, 50 days, something like that. So a month and a half in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> in that time frame, they interdicted, they, 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 they captured $90 million worth of cocaine before entered the United States. Now, I don't know about you, but maybe... I'm thinking we should look at what the Coast Guard is doing for security and maybe apply that in other places that need security help in the United States. I mean, the Pacific Ocean, the Caribbean Ocean, uh, Caribbean Sea is a huge place. These are, these, are, these are large stretches of water. And, and these coasties figured out where the drugs were coming from and were able to capture that much product. No one got killed. No one got seriously injured and took it off the streets. They're doing something right. So I have the link in um, my website uh, blog post for this episode. You can go to oscarmikeradio.com. Click on episode 29 and look at it. There's a big picture of the Coast Guard Cutter Tohama and what it does. You can link to the actual website for the cutter so you can learn all about it. It's pretty cool. That is my unit shout out for the week and I appreciate what the Coast Guard uh, has done. Thank you very much.
upcoming events. So this is more for the Massachusetts uh, contingent and listeners for Oscar Mike Radio. If you have an event you want profiled on the show, please email me, uh, Travis at OscarMikeRadio.com. You can also Facebook message me. Instagram, Twitter, I'm there, I'm everywhere, so let me know and I will talk to you and get it on the show or we'll profile it in an episode so you can uh, get the word out and I will help you do that. But this one is uh, near and dear to me. It's the Massachusetts um, Veterans Service Officers Winter Conference. And for those of you who don't know, a Veterans Service Officer for this state is assigned to each town. Some towns have one, some towns have more than one, but what a veteran service officer does is your resource to guide you through things like getting into the VA system, accessing certain programs for job retraining, job placement, resume help, interview help, uh, healthcare assistance, all that stuff, if, if you are a veteran, it doesn't matter if you served six days ago or 16 years ago, you can go to that veteran and service officer and get the help you need or get pointed in the right direction. And from February 6th through the 9th, they will be having their uh, winter conference that will be at the Colonia Hotel in Gardner, Mass. And it's a network and training event for the officers. And you can contact Alicia Redden at 781-979-4186 for more details. And that wraps it up for Oscar Mike Radio this week. Check me out on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher. And let me know what you think. I enjoy doing this. And I'm looking forward to next week when we talk about and profile Operation Teammate with Tim Monjoy. You won't want to miss that at all. So go teams. I'm not going to tell you which team I want to win for the Super Bowl, but um, be safe out there, and I will talk to you next week. This is Travis out. Oscar Mike Radio, over and out. Oscar Mike Radio, do you copy? Turns to one actual, I have you five by five. Anchors away, my boys, anchors away. Farewell to college joys, we sail at break of day. Our last night a short to the poem until we Oscar Mike Radio is in route. Copy that, Sinister One. Coming at you from the city of champions, Brockton, Massachusetts.
Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Oscar Mike Radio, veteran in action, on the move, on mission, always. 